Hello, I'm Craig Seibert. I'm Stephen Duenas. Uh, we're the hosts of Meet Me at the Table podcast. Uh, it's a focusing mainly on Christianity and how it's lost its personal connection to people. But we're going to leave the table open to discuss other, other areas as well. Uh, we're normally going to tackle women in leadership roles in the church, acceptance of those in the LGBTQ plus community or racial indifferences. And we do set the table for all sides to hear uh, their sides in a respectful manner. Um, today is a little bit more somber <laughs> of, of an episode that we're going to talk about, uh, but also both personally charged politically charged in some points, um, confusing at some points. <laughs> what, what, other, what other adjectives can we put on this? Because, I mean, wow. Yeah, disappointing. Disappointing is a good one. Um, we're talking today about uh, a school shooting. Um, and obviously there was one that just happened recently. Uh, but in general, school shootings, um mall shootings, live shootings, mass shootings, something where some, you know, amount of people, I don't know, do we actually get a determination of what, what sets the value of that? Is it three or more? Is it five or more? A quick Google search uh, search says it's four or more. And, you know, where do we start? It's actually, I guess the better question is, is where do we stop? You know, where, where, where do we stop with this? Where do we, where do we end what this is doing? And, and, you know, you've, you and I talked a little bit before we started that there, there are two sides of this, um, two major sides to it. Um, I'll kind of let you fill that in, you know, those two major sides of what they are. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, before we go, uh, further in this podcast, this is a, like most episodes, it's all opinions. Um, we, we do throw in some facts that, Google says, and everything Google says is obviously right. Um, but this this episode is going to be specifically, uh, majorly just uh, you know our opinions and our thoughts, and and and, and also like most episodes, uh, an ask of where do we go from here, and that's kind of what we do yeah. with our other episodes with the whole church stuff. You know, where do we go from here? Because when is enough enough? Um, so we're going to provide our, our opinions and we, we really would like to hear from your opinions because our opinions are just our opinions and yours is yours. So if we can kind of eventually come together and try to figure out when is enough enough instead of going, you know, where the left is more praying and thoughts and demanding change against the right and the right is stubborn and saying, well, our constitutional rights are coming up against us and we can't change at all because it's not guns, it's mental health. But then you have the right that says, well, we can't help with healthcare because it's not supposed to happen. It's it's socialist, and then you have the left that doesn't even make change when it has um, has the opportunity to really make the change because they have the majority. So we have this bickering left and right, and we have everybody doing what we're doing right here is just talking and not actually making change. And as you could tell, it's just frustrating. You know, having three kids of my own, having a kid that is in uh, public school. And I say public school because usually when you say your kid's in school, you don't have to emphasize it's public school. Well, my wife and I grew up only in private school and making that jump from private to public school was very, very tough because it's a completely different environment to us. And then having to send our kid to a public school and seeing a shooting like this where we don't have the infrastructure in the schools to protect our kids. 
Um, I'm very heated. I'm very fresh. I'm very saddened because, you know, just like, you know, just like police officers, when they have to put on the badge every day and leave their house, they kiss their wives every day or, or husbands every day to say goodbye. You know, while we should do that with our kids too, I feel like it's even more so now because this is just sad. This, this is, this is, I don't even know what to say because it's, it's sickening. Yeah, I, I it you just like totally opened the can and just blew everything out all at once. But we'll unpack it a little bit here. Yeah. I, I but it's funny. I actually saw a, a, a joke cartoon on one of the social media sites I was on the other day where it was a little kid, you know, dressing up like he was going out to war, like he was going out to play with his friends, and he's like, "Bye, mom, I'm going to school." And I'm like, "Really? That this is what you know? This is this is what we've come to." And yeah, but let's start with let's start with left. Let's start with prayers and and gun laws and the things to do to prevent this and the things to do to stop this is there, there is nothing wrong with praying for people. There's nothing wrong with praying that, that things get better or praying for the people that are going to have to suffer through losing a child. Uh, sometimes it's their only child. Sometimes it's, you know, one of many that, that, that now the whole family is losing something. The, the, the brothers and sisters are going to lose you know, a part of their life. There's nothing wrong with praying for people about that. There's also nothing wrong with reaching out to people and offering, you know, direct prayer or direct help or something. And, you know, left tendencies do that. Left, the, the left usually likes to, to reach out in some way. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. But it, you, that's not stopping it. That's not pr- stopping the progress of these shootings happening not not getting worse not only getting worse but getting more frequent how many did you say this so this year so far so let's time mark this we're recording this episode a little early because oh yeah i'm heading out so today is uh is may 29th so as of of may 29th um there has been 214 mass shootings in america in just 2022 alone so that's four or more it's four more in a public place with a gun and that's four more since this shooting that we're discussing okay um so so again the left are are we do we ban guns i mean let's go to the extreme let's just go all the way to the extreme no one has a weapon except for the military or police is that is that viable is it i mean who's gonna you know (laughs) we're gonna get an explosion of comments just off me saying that yeah. what is that's what the left would probably i don't know do do they really want to go to that extreme i think i've seen a change at least uh you know on social media i've seen a change of people where maybe a couple of years ago it was like yeah get rid of them and then now it's more like we're not asking you to get rid of your guns per se there just needs to be regulations and and they have I mean, this last two shootings, so the two shootings that uh, we're kind of a little bit going to discuss is more the school shooting, but also the shooting that was in Buffalo was two 18-year-old, 18-year-olds. Like, and I heard an argument. They can't buy alcohol. (laughs) They can't buy buy alcohol. Um, I heard an argument of someone saying, well, you know, even in the military, they're 18 sometimes when they join, sometimes 17. So they're allowed to have guns. So are we saying that we have to ban it for them? And that's not at all. what we're saying at all it's it's so tough man well that's a regulated area i mean you're talking about when the military it's not they're not just 
handed a gun and say, walk around with this all day and do whatever yeah. you want. And the, and the, you know, major background checks that they have to go through. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Maybe we don't want to go to that extreme. Yep. So maybe their, their, their voicing of let's meet in the middle is them trying to find a solution that will stop what's going on. Uh, okay. So we don't want to take away all guns. We, we, we just, we just want to make it a little more regulated. Um, okay. So are we taking away some of the guns? Are we removing some of them from, from society? Are we, when we talk about regulation, how strict do we want to get with that regulation? Yeah. Is it you personally? Am I doing a background check on you or am I doing a background check on your entire family that you live with? Mm. Like, honestly, I, you know, my son is, is ADHD and, and borderline autism, um, high functioning. Uh, my wife has had counseling for uh, mental illness in the past, N- not in, not now, but has in the past. Does that mean now I cannot purchase a weapon? Is that is that is it the person, or is it the household, or is it your living arrangements? Because do I go to a job every day that is extremely stressful, and that even though I don't have any mental issues at home when I go to work. I want to, for lack of better words, I want to shoot somebody. Yeah. Do, do, do I have to take that in consideration? So where's the line drawn on that? What, what's your feelings on that? Yeah. I mean, I was talking to someone that has a security clearance and they were saying to be able to get a security clearance, um, there's a extensive background check just for their job. Um, and that doesn't just entail looking at them. It's they have to insert family members and friends around them. And then they do a background check to check, you know, their story on you. And then from there, they're like, okay, hey, do you know somebody else that knows this person? And then they go check with that person just for you to be able to get a security clearance. So we look at that and just being able to do a background check on an individual who's, you know, 18 years old who wants to buy a gun that potentially, yes, can go kill somebody. We're just checking that one individual. And that's crazy. And uh, one thing to, to say is a lot of times with the left, they say assault rifles. Well, it's... Let's do some education. Assault rifle. It's not actually called a sight rifle. It's called Armalite. Um, so why, why do you think that is? I mean, when you said that to me before we started, I, I had something in my head, but why do you think that is? Well, I think the reason why they say assault rifle is because a lot of times it's assault rifles that are killed. But I think if we look at the numbers, it's more handguns that kill people. Well, I, I guess in general, the word assault, mm-hmm. I think is the issue that they have. Yeah. I think the fact that you've put that on a weapon, the name of that on a weapon terrifies people, scares people. And I don't know if that's come out of something to where the media just really wants to hype up their, you know, their scare. Hey, we want to scare tactic everyone into thinking that these things are bad. Or if that came from something else, I'd love to know the, the etymology of that, you know, that word of how assault rifle got the, its name. I mean, if I, if I come over there right now and I punch you in the face, that would be an assault. Yeah. If I that's what I'm saying. You, that would be an assault too. So it's, it's funny how that really triggers the right when that's said, yeah. like, why, why it's not called assault. Why does it bother you that bad? Like, it doesn't bother me. Like it, it's, it's sickening that, that we're getting mad at names, not the shootings. Right. Well, so, let's, 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 let's flip that script though. We just talked about, um, getting restrictions and being able to, you know, do background checks and full background checks for somebody to get a weapon. Let's flip that to the other side. And how does that 
how do you think that affects the Second Amendment? And I'm going to step back here for a second, hold that question in your head. We've talked a couple of times already on a couple of our podcasts about words in the Bible as being related to a time frame and things that have been said were said for that time and meant something at that time, but it totally changed. Yeah. Um, the Second Amendment is a document that was written over 200 years ago for a country that was beginning and starting up and needed to protect themselves from things. Okay. It's funny when you think about that too, because a country that completely came here and killed everybody off. Yeah. Well, that's, that's total different Sorry. podcast right there. Um, but no, but I, I think about that as, as bring that into the perspective as well. If we're looking at a document that was written so many years ago, you know, we're not trying to take that right away. We're trying to update that right for the world as it is today. Which is what guns were not. Are. Yeah, exactly. And guns were not as easily accessible when or that document what, was written. What they're that, made today is not what they, how they were made back then. Oh, not even close. I mean, both both volume and and ability to kill or ability to fire. I guess you know without going too deep into it. Um, you know, ability to be uh, changed, modernized. You know, one weapon's bought this way, it can be transferred in and changed into do something else. The ability to do that, you know, those were all things that were never considered when they wrote this document. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at all the documents or all the the um, amendments that were written and that have that have changed that constitution along the way. Some of those has even been either done away with or updated. Why not this one? What what what? So if us back checking every single person. And, and who they're living with, maybe even to the grade of what you're talking about with being having clearance. Does that infringe on that right? Does that infringe on that that Second Amendment? I mean, where I say, I don't think it does. I, 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 but again, like, what do you do? I, I don't like, it's so, I agree when you have all these people bickering on Facebook when someone says, you know, this is sickening, what do we do? And then like, it, always the question, the when I posed the question, it was, well, what do you do? I don't know. Like it's so, it's such a tough conversation because you're going to piss off everybody and yeah, I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on. So I'd rather be pissed off than get shot. So <laughs> I, I don't know what to do, but at the end of the day, we got to do something. We got to stop just praying for these people because prayer is not going to bring these people back. Well, and you, you've, you've, you've touched on something perfect right there. If the argument is against or for the Second Amendment on one side and for more regulation on the other, and that argument has been going back and forth and back and forth, well, we've not gotten more regulation. Mm -hmm. More regulation has not happened. Uh, More background checks have not happened. Uh, More investigation into mental illness before someone purchases a weapon has not happened. None of that has happened because we've stuck with status quo and you're right it is not working it is not even close to working when you're talking about 19 children 11 and under have been killed i mean just just say that out loud one more time to yourself children were killed in a school someone walked into there with a weapon 
that's the status quo. The status quo is not working. And I'm not, I'm not arguing for one side or the other in this. I'm just saying that if you look at, I mean, take it like a job. If you go into your job and you fail every single day, but you don't do anything to change it, you're not going to have a job. Yeah. So why are guns still readily available to everyone if it's not working, if this, this, this way is not working? Yeah. That's my I mean, opinion side of it. <laughs> no, I mean, we've seen in the last couple of years, just places that are supposed to be fucking safe. Yeah, exactly. A, school, <laughs> a, a church, a freaking store. Even malls. Yeah, like malls. malls and stores. You're supposed to feel safe going there. And we're bitching on social media about taking away something or changing something to be able to prevent that. And it's, well, why didn't the school have better security? That's a topic. Yes. Okay. Well, why didn't the cops stop it? Well, that's a huge topic, especially in this Texas one, because yep. there's reports that they were stopping parents from trying to save them, but cops were saving their own kids. That's a topic yeah. to talk about right there, but maybe yep. not today. I don't know. <laughs> All these things. It's just, it's, and it's sickening, man. It's so sickening. And it's hard to like get muster up the words to be able to talk about this because again, it's, it's freaking kids that were killed. It's black people that were gunned down and killed and we targeted and targeted targeted, and all we do is complain back and forth and there's no change. And and, and it's like, what what do we do? What, what do we do? This, this, and, and people keep saying, well, this stuff happens everywhere. No, really this, this, at this quantity does not happen in other countries that are established like us. Yeah. There's a lot of, of, of uh, recordings and and video of people coming out from other countries about that right now and talking about that. I just heard one again this morning on a social media site where they talked about, I think it was, was Australia or I think it might've been Australia anyways, um, basically where they, you know, basically banned guns at that point and they've had zero in the last 10 years. I'll have to look up the video and see if maybe I can link to it, but you're right. It's not, I don't know. I, like you said, I think you're, you're, you've got words behind you. When is enough and enough? And I think we're past that point. I think we're way past that point because nothing has, again, it goes back to that same adage. If you're doing the same thing, nothing has changed and the results are still bad. And this is bad. This is a horrible, then something, then maybe you need to relook at it again. And maybe the people that, that are on the right and they're saying, you can't take away our guns. You can't take away our gun rights can look at it and just look at the track record and say, that's not working. <laughs> it's not working period. <laughs> no, I mean, if we also look at the historic data, I mean, yeah. Since the nineties, oh, I looked at a chart of like mass shootings since the nineties to here. And it was just like, here's the nineties. Then all of a sudden, whew, yeah. So what are we doing? What what are we doing? I mean, I am a at the age of where I live through Columbine. I live through the DC sniper, and that was probably. And Craig, you can please let me know if like if, if, if this is something you had to do in school. But like we had to learn about school like safety after Columbine. They completely had to change everything off of after Columbine. During the DC sniper, we had to go outside and practice zigzagging. Because yep. we were in the area of that. And I, I was past that, but ours was, and, and this even is more of a glimpse of, of what I'm talking about when I talk about timeframes. Mm-hmm. In my time, it was nuclear 
get under your desk to, to cover your head for nuclear fallout uh, or explosions. Um, you know, what bomb shelters to go into? What, what parts of the building do you need to go into when a bomb goes off or an explosion goes off that's a nuclear? And in, in, yes, we have different time frames, but what you've said fits exactly with the time frame that you're matching what is happening now. Again, shouldn't be, shouldn't have to. But uh, we did go through this sort of the same things. And, you know, I, it's funny because my son actually asked last night, you know, when Columbine, what happened? How many people got killed? And I've, you know, snap off the top of my head said, I think it was 20 or 30. 12. It was only 12. And I'm like, I don't remember it being that small. But it's not that it's that small. It's what you said about the 90s. That's it, it just that was the start. That was where it became something to do. Yeah. And yeah, I don't. And the thing is, these shooters, let's just call them dumbasses because that's what they are. Yeah. They know cowards. I, I like the word coward. Cowards, but, go ahead. Like, but the thing is, like, they know that in a way they get they'll get away with it because yep. nothing will ever change. The media will nope. continuously talk about it. The left will complain and say that the right's not doing anything, even when they have the majority. And the right will just bitch that their constitutional right is being infringed. So they could just go out and it's a free for all. And, and like, that is what is disgusting about this. Yeah. And, but, and there's nobody that wants to do, and I'm not patting our backs, but there's nobody that wants to do what we're doing and open a table and sit down and say, I hear you. I hear you don't want to give up your gun. I hear that you do, that you're a protective person. You have your guns locked in a case. You could, you own as many as you want, but each one, right. Each one of them are locked up. I hear that. I get it. I get that. But, but this is still happening when and I appreciate you and I appreciate your wants and your needs when it comes to, to a weapon or a firearm, but something's got to change everywhere else. Something's got to change for people in, you know, lower income cities. People have to change in things have to change in places where guns are readily available for younger uh, people. Things are going to have to change where people don't lock their guns up and, you know, they, they leave them laying out for people to, to get a hold of. I don't know. I, you're right. Where do we, where do we draw the line? But I, the draw line needs to be drawn soon. <laughs> yeah. And, and when it's your kid, when it's your family member, when it's your cousin, when it's your uncle, your aunt, your father, your mother, I mean, your kid, like is that one enough is enough for you? Like I did not always think this way. It took conversation with my best friend to be able to see a different perspective. It took me traveling the United States. It took me traveling out, out of our country to see a different perspective and that America is not just the only, you know, America is not where Jesus lived. <laughs> um, true. That is a 100% true statement. <laughs> it's you know, one thing that really bothered me on this one, I'm going to pull up my phone and read it, is thinking that I could potentially one day receive this text message that the parents at this school received. And I just want to read it because to me, when I read this and saw this, I was like, holy moly, like I could receive this one day. And that as a parent is terrifying. It says important message. Rob elementary parents, please do not pick up students at this time. Students need to be accounted for before they are released to your care. You will be notified to pick up students once all are accounted for. 
Reunification site for Rob students. Rob elementary students are being transported to the Civic Center for reunification. The Civic Center will be under a secure status until all students are accounted for. Parents, please do not pick up students at this time. You'll be notified to pick up your student once all are accounted for. And then it says, please acknowledge. I mean, imagine receiving that text message because your student is at a school and they're saying, don't pick up your student. They have to all be accounted for. And the media has already, already screamed it across every, you know, me, every yeah, outlet. They, they knew what was happening. Yeah. And to get that after seeing that on TV or watching that on TV would just, I couldn't, I can't, still can't imagine. I mean, my son's going to be 15 this year. Um, and I still, I mean, he's in high school, but I still just every time something comes on the news, my heart sinks. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't think that ever gets any better. But like you said, we shouldn't have to worry about the kids in a place like this. I, I want to unpack real quick. I know we're trying to keep this as a short one, but I do want to unpack what you said about about uh, police and and security on on the um on the school grounds and everything i i it's a fine line between locking down a school and making it you know a, a fortress and allowing kids to not grow up in in a in in a place where they feel like they're in a fortress you know it's that that balance of do we make them feel like they are in prison or do we make them feel like they i can go to a place and be safe how do you do that? How do, I, I mean, what, what, what do the police play in this? What are they, what role do they play in this? I think that's, what's tough about this is like, everybody has their own opinion of what can be done. And it's like, well, if we had more police presence there, or if we had security guards there, or if we had more cameras, it would could prevent them. Like, why are, why do we have to think that way though? Like, right. well, True, um, but there's a big push to limit police, anyways, to to, yeah. to bring the numbers of police down and and what what they can and can't do. So that makes it worse. But you're right. Do do you put metal detectors? Do you lock the school down every you know, literally lock the doors so where no one can get into the school every day, all day, every day? How does that make a child feel? Yeah. I mean, when you grow up with that, and and knowing that when you go someplace, you're going to be locked in because of your safety. That that's got to do some mental, you know things to a child yeah i mean we point. went to a church uh that had to hire a police officer just to be present just to be able to go in a church and and like that alone when you think about that like wow like we have to have a police officer present to potentially prevent or deter somebody from walking in and shooting us up but but hear me out is that one police officer going to be enough with the way the laws and, and weapons are right now. Yeah. You know, I it, mean, it, it took it, it, it. Yeah, go ahead. It took an hour for the police to even do anything at this school. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, what is it going to take? Is it going to take photos? Is it going to take to see these videos? I mean, when yeah, the, the, the guy in, in, um, Buffalo filmed everything live yeah. on Twitch. I mean, for Columbine, I remember seeing photos and videos after that. I mean, they used to show that stuff all the time. Um, 
And that yeah, there's, was hard, there's, that there was, was security footage. Yeah, there was security footage on that one as well. I mean, um, this guy just walked right in with unlocked yeah. door. Yeah. Was able to do whatever he wanted. The police had to wait for the janitors to unlock the door. So what is it? Do we need better training? I mean, it's a huge topic, but like what, what, what could be done? You know, if, if even the police, the people who are supposed to be there for us when at times of need can't even get to the person that is doing this stuff. Yeah. And like I said, even if they do, they're outgunned. I mean, you're talking a, a standard police officer with a nine millimeter or a, a, a Glock is going to be, can be far outgunned almost instantly. I mean, you know, if you're walking up against an, an Armalite weapon with armor piercing rounds, which you can go to any gun show and obtain that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's getting a little less easy to do that, but you can get that stuff. And that that's, you know, who's going to stop something like that? Yeah. And I, mean, I, and I hate, I hate having to ask, like, does an 18 year old need an AR? No. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. That, then, that was you knee, know, knee jerk reaction, but no, <laughs> yeah, no, like, but like, then it's like, you know, we can probably look at, at the data and show that there's probably another 30 year old or 40 year old that has done this too. So like, yeah, you know, it, it's, but if we could start somewhere, start somewhere, instead of saying, you know, what we're saying here, which is everybody's saying like what do we do like can we at least start somewhere instead of just well it's my constitutional right to have an ar but like at the end of the day like why do does an 18 year old need yeah that? well why does anybody I, you can put i'm sorry yeah. you don't no i get it yeah i don't i don't again if you already have them and they're locked and you can prove that they're locked and stuff like that I, I, I don't want to come to your door and take your weapons. I, my dad, I grew up with my dad. Listen to my dad talk about that, that Castro in Cuba. That's the first thing he did when he took over the country was he went door to door and took weapons from everyone, took their weapons from their hands. And that's how you create a dictatorship. I, I'm not asking for that. I'm not saying that that has to happen, but we need to stop things going forward. Things, go, you know, from here on need to stop. That stuff shouldn't be sold. It shouldn't be sold to, to 18 year olds in general period, but it shouldn't be really sold to anybody at this, at this point. Yeah. Again, your question, what do you need it for? What in the hell do you need it for? Don't give me home protection. You can get home protection with an MP5. You can get home protection with a 45, you know, as long as you're trained in it and you know what to do with it, you can protect your home with that weapon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, one last thing I want to talk about though is, is before did this person give any indications before? Well, we know in the Texas shooting that he made a text. Um, you gave me the timeline. What was the, he made a text to someone. I think it was. It, and then also something on social media. He was discussing it on social media. Yeah. Um, sends a private message claiming he has shot his grandmother and is going to carry out a shooting at a school. He said it. And, you know, Again, not, not to give away too much of what you do, but, you know, the government has the ability to to catch those things. Well, now you're talking about infringing upon another right. Well, it's my freedom of speech, my freedom to say those things. But could it have stopped that? Would that have stopped 21 people from being killed senselessly, 19 I mean, of them children? I, I'm, I'm fine with you watching my text then. Yeah. 
If I say, I, you know, accidentally say as a joke to one of my friends, you know, Hey, I want to shoot this guy or, Hey, I want to, you know, I, I, I need to get a gun or something like that. And I get a phone call talking to me about it. Fine. Perfectly fine. If that would have saved 19 children from being killed, I'm fine with that. I have no problems with that at all. And if you do have a problem with that, you're the problem at that point. That's my opinion. I mean, there's, there's countless documentaries on Netflix that talk about when the government prevented a terrorist attack from happening off of doing that very thing. So why are we just stopping it when it's, out, you know, when it's outward terrorism coming inward? Well, we have yeah. a lot of terrorists inward now. Yes. I mean, we got to look and, at these people. What are they doing? They're terrorizing people. Just because yes. someone's brown does not make them a terrorist. Right. And 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 to, to, to take that even a step further, just because someone has mental problems doesn't make them a terrorist either. Yeah, but that's that's what's tough about this is 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 saying yes. that it's a mental health issue. That, that okay, really, yeah. Let's run with it. Let's let's say it is a mental health issue. What are you going to do about that? Yeah. Do you start monitoring people a little bit better? Do you start paying um, physicians a little bit more to do the things that they need to do? Do you stop? charging people to get the help that they need yeah. in that area. Um, if this is a problem and this is the one problem, I'm, you know, the argument for national healthcare has been out there for years um, where you don't have to pay for anything, but let's start picking and choosing. If these are the problems that are causing mass shootings, then let's say mental health field, you start getting free things. People can go get a mental health checkup free you know, okay, you still have to go to the doctor and get, you know, if you've got the flu and you need some antibiotics, you're still going to pay for that like you do insurance. But if mental health is the issue, let's just, let's, let's centralize on that. Let's make that the free thing that they can, people can go get help with. You know, I don't know. I, where, do, where do we go with that one? <laughs> well, before you get a gun, you have to have a mental health check. If that's what yeah. you're going to say it is, like, which I still yeah. don't think that mental health is the, is the major issue. I mean, I do think you have to be mentally ill to do what you're doing. But yep. like saying it's someone who's who has mental health issues, that does a disservice to them. Right, um, exactly. You know, when is enough enough? Right now, uh, two two years ago, no, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, you know what? Twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. When did it start? When when did this stuff start? That's when it was enough. That was when it should have stopped at that point, and everyone should have said, "Screw your Second Amendment rights." We're going to rewrite the second amendment for this. And I'm not, that's my opinion. I, I don't agree with the fact that it, it, I think the second amendment still guarantees people the ability to purchase something to protect themselves in both time of, of personal protection and time of war. I appreciate that, but it is written way too wide at this point. It is written way too wide open to let everybody do whatever they want with a weapon at this point. Yeah. Personally. So, and I wish that I had the answer. Um, and I'm sure everybody says that, but, uh, you know, let's discuss it and let's hear people out. Let's not yeah. just be closed minded, uh, fools and just say, well, prayer and thoughts will change this because it's not changing it. It's getting yeah. worse. And yeah. sit, you know, I don't know. And good point though. Good point. I, I, I've, you know, we've got our opinions. This is, this was our opinion, but we, we want to hear everything. I want to hear your side of it. I want to hear if you're angry, but I also want to hear what your solution is. I don't want to hear you're not taking my guns away. I don't want to hear it's against the second amendment. I don't want to hear we need free healthcare. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what your middle of the road 
at the table solution is. I don't want your side of it to be right. I want you to come in the middle and find out where we can stop this from happening on a regular basis and make everyone at least somewhat happy in this. That's, that's my say in it. <laughs> and I agree. I, 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 it's, it's just difficult to find words for these type of things because it I is. have, I have kids, I have a spouse, I have a family, I have friends mm-hmm. and they matter to me. Um, and you know, just to have, if it was one of those people that, that, that got shot and I would just hear, well, my thoughts and prayers are for you. Thank you. Um, but where's the change, um, that could have prevented this. Um, that, that's what I want to see. I just want to see us move in a direction that starts to, you know, make that graph go back down and, and hopefully to zero. Um, because it should not be happening. It should not be happening. Yep, I agree. Well, let's leave it to the table open. Let people come to us and give us their opinions. I agree. Please do. Please do. Yep. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at meet me at the table podcast at gmail.com. Um, we have what's the new website? I'm not gonna I'm so gonna we have a link tree, but uh let's uh let's give them credit. Uh my brother Jeremy Duanis, and if you haven't listened to uh, the last everyone has a story. Um, Jeremy, my brother, uh, joined us and he actually gifted us a URL uh, that makes it easier that provides us to all of our, our links and our episodes. It is meet, uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. I don't think you need to write that, uh, but it's meet me at the table dot show. Yep. So I'll give you all the links to wherever we can find You can find our show, no. YouTube. Spotify, Apple, Google, all those places you can find normal podcasts is going to be there. But yeah, again, bring it, bring it to the table and let's talk about it. And hopefully by the time this airs, there is uh, no more shootings. Agreed. Agreed.